Jairus was standing near Jesus one day. Back home, his daughter slipping away. Then one of the servants came to him and said, There's no need to ask him. Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the master when all hope is past? Why trouble the master? Why even ask? I've seen compassion in his loving eyes. That's why I trouble the master. I know he makes dead things right. If you are praying for one who is lost and you've never seen them look up to the cross, years may be passing. Doubt presses in, asking the question again and again. Why trouble the master when all things have Why trouble the master? Why even ask? I've seen compassion in his loving eyes. That's why I trouble the master. Cause I know he makes dead things right. Well, I've seen compassion in his loving eyes. And that's why I trouble the master. Well, guess what? Our live stream service crashed before it even got started this morning. Yeah, all the churches on there at one time that normally doesn't do this has got them overloaded. It won't even pull up. Your stream live won't even pull up. <laughs> Tithely, uh, this week, just as a side note, added 17,000 new churches to do giving online this week. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was crazy. I, I know, I think I set up half of them. <laughs> oh. It's crazy, but you know what? Here, brother. <laughs> There's more than one way to skin a cat. Amen. From out of nowhere, the blue sky grew dark, and without any warning. It seemed your whole world just fell apart. Right now you're wondering, does the master even see? Does he know where I'm standing? Has he forgotten about me? For the unexpected 
Every storm has a reason, though it's hard to understand. And every trial has a purpose, it's all a part of God's plan. Through all of your questions, He will never leave your side, but He'll be your refuge. Until the storm passes by For oh, the unexpected storm It hasn't caught him by surprise Right now he's watching you I know he'll bring you through Safe on the other side slide over to the piano and sing a little bit. This is a different view than what we usually have on our live feed, uh, but our streaming service has went down. Uh, it is back up. All right, so we're live now, right? Okay, praise the Lord. You can keep on doing it. That'll give somebody else a different view, I guess, right? All right. His mercy extended from heaven to this earth below. I am amazed He was willing to save me and pay every debt that I owed. 
There is no way I could ever repay all the love he's given to me. So I'll worship his majesty, sing to his glory. I'll praise him through eternity. I will sing praise to the King of all glory, to the Lord of creation. I must lift my voice. He is the one God, Jehovah Almighty. I'll sing his praises, I'll ever rejoice. Sometimes I feel I'm unworthy to praise him. In his eyes, I look so small. But if I decide then to wait till I'm worthy, I might never praise Him at all. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord for salvation and His matchless grace. So I'll worship His majesty, sing to His glory. i praise Him for all of my days. I will sing praise to the King of all glory, to the Lord of creation. I must lift my voice. He is the one God, Jehovah Almighty. I'll sing His praises, I'll ever rejoice. I will sing praise to the King of all glory, to the Lord of creation. I must lift my voice. He is the one God, Jehovah Almighty. I'll sing His praises, I'll ever rejoice. I'll sing His praises, I'll ever rejoice. When I look at the heavens and all your handiwork, I say, how excellent is your name in all the earth. I see what you created way back there at the first and say, How excellent is your name in all the earth. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name. How excellent is your name in all the earth. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name. How excellent is your name. How excellent is your name in all the earth.
When I think of your mercy revealed to sinful man, I say, how excellent is your name in all the earth. I wonder what would cause you to put us in your plan I say how excellent is your name in all the earth when I survey my blessings the strength of all my days I say how excellent is your name in all the earth. I give you all my worship. I give you all my praise. I say how excellent is your name in all the He was making me feel low He brought up thoughts of hurt and pain When I had gone astray He wanted to discourage me As I walked along my way He said, you're undeserving Cause I know where you've been I have a record of your life When you were bound by sin I know your darkest secrets that you would never tell. What makes you think you don't deserve a place with me in hell? I heard the old accuser and this was my reply. You're right for all those things I've done. I sure deserve to die. My righteousness is filthy rags. My goodness is unclean. But there's one thing that I can say to what you've said to me. It's under the blood. Oh, praise his dear name. I'm not what I used to be. My 
life's being changed Not shackled by sin and shame It's already gone I'm happy reminding him It's under the blood Many times I've stumbled Along this earthly way I failed a thousand times before, and for that I am ashamed. I'm sorry for the things I've done. The Lord could hear my cry, but I rejoice to hear His voice, and this was His reply. Victory was given you when you were born again. I washed your stained and sinful past and put new life within. No longer do you bear the mark that sin had brought your way. With happiness and peace of mind, praise God, you now can say it's under the blood. Oh, praise his dear name. I'm not what I used to be. My life's being changed. Not shackled by sin and shame It's already gone I'm happy reminding him It's under the blood What can wash away my sin Nothing but the blood of Jesus What can make me whole again nothing but the blood of Jesus it's under the blood oh praises to your name I'm not what I used to be my life's being changed not shackled by sin and shame it's already gone I'm happy reminding him it's under the blood. Not shackled by sin and shame, it's already gone. I'm happy reminding him it's under the blood. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen, brother. Hey, I'm glad we can still worship God in the dry times of life because, uh, hey, my sins are under the blood. Amen. Uh, many people don't know what the Bible says. But it says if we don't worship Him and praise Him, uh, the rocks will cry out. And uh, I don't want a rock taking my praise from me. Everybody praises differently. That is up between you and God. And uh, I think it's good, amen. Uh, hey, it is a true known fact for people that go about singing are less susceptible to viruses. What about that? So I'll come singing through the house and my wife will tell me to hush. She's trying to get me sick. Oh, no. But God bless your heart, Brother Ian. Thank you for that good song uh, today. Josh, as always, son, you do an excellent job. But I want to get into the Word today and just uh, try to bring you some comfort and encouragement from God's Word and what the Lord would have us to hear this morning out of the book of John, John chapter number 20. 
and verse number 19. John 20 and 19 in the Word of God today. And uh, there we go. Praise the Lord. Are we still on back there? Far as you know. So you can either keep running it or you can... Hey, let's keep running. More need to hear it. Amen. If your arm gets tired, give it to Ian. Amen. If you have your place, just let's stand together for the reverence of the reading of God's Word and prayer for the message. I thank you for this crowd today that have come out and to be with us here in the house of God. But let's read the scripture. We're going to read from 19 to verse number 29, I do believe, is what is there uh, on the screen. Um, so, Josh, did I put that on there right? 19 through 29, it's already on there. Okay. Hey, the Bible says, Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever, whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples, faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. Jesus had said unto, Thomas, unto him, Thomas, Because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. Let us pray today. Brother Ricky, will you lead us in prayer? All right. Praise the Lord. Josh just told me that Facebook has died, but the website and the app and everything should still be going out live. Now, we expected this. So um, for you that are watching on the app, we're glad that you're on with us today. But hey, you know, everybody says we're going to have church at home. I get it. I understand for some of them that's having church at home, but some of them can't have church at home. Amen. That got shut down. Mm, imagine that. But let's get into the Word of God today. Uh, uh, we can look at many things uh, here in the Word of God. We can look at the distress, the discouragement, the defeat, the darkness, the death, the departure. We can talk about sorrow and sickness and sadness and sin. And we can talk about salvation today. But Thomas missed a few things uh, here in the Word of God when he wasn't there meeting with the disciples in the upper room. We see where Thomas missed the presence of God. I don't 
don't know about you, by the way of introduction today, I don't want to miss the presence of God. Uh, people came from all around and from other states this week uh, uh, to come to revival in the midst of all this mess in an effort just to be uh, in the presence of God. No, Not only do we like the presence of God, but Thomas missed the power of God. I'd hate to know that I was going to miss something great happening uh, in the house uh, of our Lord. May I say that God still has all the power. Uh, he has power to move mountains. Uh, he has has power to heal the sick. Uh, he has power to save our poor wretched souls uh, that are on their way to hell without Jesus. Now listen, we've preached about this stuff for many years. Uh, we've preached it my entire ministry about the times of pestilence and earthquake and perilous times uh, and time where there'll be famine and there'll be nothing on the grocery shelves. Uh, folks, this is scripturally prophecy that is coming to life uh, right here uh, where we stay here in 2020 we need to understand and know that preacher you're predicting the return of Christ I'm not predicting anything but the Bible says we'll know the signs of the times we'll know the days and the hours to come so my friends I think he's more closer today than he was yesterday I think he's more closer today than he was last week but there's power in the Lord and Thomas missed the power Thomas missed the presence, but Thomas missed the peace. There's a peace that our God can give you today that surpasses all understanding. There's a peace uh, uh, in the Lord uh, that we as the saints of God have within us, and we don't have to fear anything. We don't have to fear anything in this world. We don't have to fear a pestilence. We don't have to fear a disease. We don't have to fear a virus, a flu, a cold, or anything else that might be floating around. Listen, I got news for you. When God decides to take you out of here, you're going to get out of here. Don't matter. They listen, it doesn't really matter to him how he does it. Amen. God's got a plan for you and I. God has got a timetable uh, on His calendar for you and I. Listen, I, I see people in here today that are over 90 years old uh, and they're not scared of nothing. Uh, matter of fact, some of them have told me, uh, they said, Preacher, we're going to let the world shut the church down. Uh, I said, No, ma'am. Uh, we're not going to let the church uh, uh, go down uh, because of what the world is saying. Uh, I just say for people to use common sense hygiene. Uh, I just believe people need to be com use common sense. And if you're sick, stay at the house. Amen. Uh, and that, we want that anyway. When, when flu season's here, we don't want you coming in with the flu, right? We want you to be healthy. We care about your heart, but we care more about your soul today. Amen. He missed the presence and the power and the peace, but he missed the praises that was going on there in the upper room. He missed the promotion there that we can read about in verse 21. And then in verse 22 and 23, he missed the provisions. And as I said earlier, we've preached about these things for many, many days and many years. Why is the there any need to doubt him now there's no need to doubt our God now 
Are we going to trust Him until the time when hell falls through and breaks loose and the big bomb goes off, whatever happens and what's happening today? And then are we going to run from God? Are we going to run from His protection? Are we going to run away from the things of this life just because of this? I know it's serious, but there are seriousness things attached to it, my friend. I'm talking about eternity in a place called hell if you're not saved today. I'm talking about eternal salvation for you and I that are saved with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And my friend, He is the one that we can depend on. I'm not going to start doubting Him now. Huh? Job, you're going to start doubting Him now? I believe it's a time we better trust Him. Huh? Listen, and I'm not saying that people are not, are not in church, you're not trusting God or doubting God, but many a people, my friend, will begin to doubt God during these times. They'll begin to doubt God, but there's no need to doubt Him now. The Bible says, For nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be earthquakes in diverse places, some 15 earthquakes this week in America. There shall be famines and troubles. These are the beginnings of sorrows. And the great earthquakes shall be in divers places and famines and pestilences and fearful sights and great signs shall be from heaven. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. That is the word of God. That we are living in perilous times. We are living in perilous days. But my friend there is no time to doubt him now. There's no reason to doubt Him now. Why? Because we've trusted in Him with our souls uh, to assure that we will one day make that place called heaven uh, where there is no viruses, uh, where there is no sickness, uh, where there is no death, uh, where there is uh, no problems. Uh, Ever, ever, ever again we'll 100% safely be resting in the arms uh, of our Christ. Oh, hallelujah. No need to doubt him now. What I want to say this is this. Number one, he still cares. He still cares for you. First Peter 5 and 7 says, Casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Right, what are you thinking, preacher? I'm thinking that God's going to take care of his children. I believe we've trusted him this far. Oh, I remember when both of my babies uh, uh, were born into this world and both of them had their own issues. Uh, there were times that we would get in that living room and ha- Tina would have one of them babies in her arm uh, and we'd get out the anointing all uh, and I'd call Miss Hamp, Mr. Hamp and, and we'd pray over that baby because that baby had a high fever of 104 uh, and that baby was to struggling and sick but you know what happened shortly after we prayed God assured me that he cared for me and cared for that young and why because the fever went by it passed on and my friend these things too and which we are enduring today is going to pass on 
It's going to pass on. It's going to get out of here. But my friend, we need to be assured today that our hearts are right with the Lord. We need to be assured today that salvation is true in our hearts and in our lives. Oh, but preacher, it's a scary time. I understand it's a scary time. I understand it's a bad day in which we're living in. But don't forget the one that died for you. Don't forget the one that saved you. Don't forget the one that hung on the old rugged cross for you. Don't forget that one that said, I can take you to heaven. Don't forget that he still cares, casting all our cares upon him, for he careth for you. He cared for you in these days as well. Amen. Some of you may say today, well, preacher, if you care enough, uh, uh, can you help me get some food in the closet? I hope to tell you, if you ain't got no groceries, let us know. We'll go get some and put it in your cupboard. Oh, but preacher, I need to go to the store and get some medicine, and I can't get out and go. I'll try my best to get, get over there and get your medicine for you. We'll send somebody. I'll go. Some of these men will go. We'll do anything we can to help you through this crisis. And it is a crisis. But it's no time to doubt him now. We need to trust in him more than we ever have before. This is what people do. You see, they sit around. We watch so much TV. We watch so much Facebook. We watch all this stuff. We've been told some of the biggest lies in history. Some of the biggest lies in history has come about by all this thing. They're talking about how they're going to lock us in the house, lock up the church house. Lock you up from going outside in your yard. Listen, a lot of things going to have to happen before that happens. Huh? A lot of things going to have to happen before that happens. He still cares for you. You may be sitting around tonight, today. You may be thinking nobody cares for you. This preacher cares for you. This church cares for you. But most of all, the Lord Jesus Christ cares for you. He still cares. But number two, he still comforts. Hallelujah, I'm glad he does. He still comforts. John 14, 16, he shall give you another comforter and he may abide with you forever. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4, the God of all comfort who comforted us in all our tribulations. You think about the days of today, people that lived through the Great Depression, they know what lean times were. They know what it was like back in the 70s, I guess it was, or early 80s when they rationed gas. They know what it was back in the, the World Wars when they rationed food. They know what it was to be living in those dark days. God brought you through then. God brought everybody through the flu, the Spanish flu of 1918, where millions of people lost their life. God brought them through it. It wasn't a doctor, and I praise God for doctors today. We need them. That is a tool in the hands of God but we have faith in the great God of heaven and God's given us some sense about things and we should use it and allow him to care for us and comfort us during every one of our needs he comforts he comforts I began to watch these news stories and it's amazing to me depends on what channel you watch what you hear That's why I do my own research. That's why I know that you've got a 1% chance of getting it 
if you're sitting with someone with it right now. That's from a doctor. I realize there's two cases in Spartanburg County. Two. And there's none in Union and none in Cherokee. Some of you in Gaffney ought to feel real good about yourself. Amen. I don't know what happened to Greenville. They're over at the airport. They're bringing all that stuff in. Listen. We went an entire week with one case. There was already one. Went an entire week with another case. I'm not trying to defy anything. Oh, but preacher, you're breaking the law. Let me, let me explain something to you. We're not breaking the law. If we was breaking the law, they'd come lock us up. We've got a First Amendment right. If you hadn't brushed up on your Constitution, you need to read it. There shall be no law made that would come against the church or govern the church or, uh, or take away the assembling of ourselves for worship. That's right out of the First Amendment of the Constitution. They may try, and they are trying in some other states, Brother Joe. They're, they're locking them down, and they're, they're fining them, and, and some are defying, and some are complying. And it's whatever they feel like they need to do. But this is my greatest fear, Brother Ian. My greatest fear is this. Uh, uh, so many people will start shutting churches down. They're going to get so used to it uh, that there'll never be a church open anywhere again. Everybody's turned into a televangelist now. Everybody's on TV. Everybody's being broadcasted everywhere. Keep calm. Do what's right. Do what's right for you. Stay calm. Don't get hysterical. Don't make runs on the banks. Don't make runs on the grocery store. Get what you need. This stuff will too soon pass. And many of you will say, oh, but preacher, I don't know about that. I, let me tell you something. You call me in just a little while, in just a week or two, and we'll see how this is done past. Oh, but preachers getting worse every day. Yeah, it's going to show that because they got more tests than they ever have before. They're testing more people. I understand that. But if you want comfort, there may be a time when you're sick and it doesn't have to be this stuff that's going around. But if you want comfort, no one can comfort you like God can comfort you. No one can comfort you at the time of death when you're losing a loved one. And there was a, a friend of hers that just passed away. Uh, just recently she was elderly and in bad health uh, and she went on to be with the Lord didn't have anything to do with anything else uh, but my friend God is the one that will comfort that family Amen. I know a family that went to a funeral yesterday they could not they could not go into the funeral home together because of the restrictions I've got a member in the hospital right now that failed they broke their hip or their pelvic bone and broke an arm I can't get to them. They won't let me in there. I get it. I understand. You know who she's depending on to comfort her? God. Amen. God. And Miss Bradley will tell you, she's the only thing that she's got. That's the only one that she can depend on. It's God. Comfort. He's our comfort. But number three, thank God, he's our cure. <laughs> 
He's our cure. What do you mean, preacher? Well, he still cures. Uh, He still cures. Uh, How about the woman with the issue of blood for some 12 years? Uh, uh, She battled that sickness. She tried all the doctors. She tried all the medicines. Uh, She tried everything that she could to get healing. But somebody told her, you need to get to a man named Jesus. And if you'll get to him, and if you'll just touch the hem of his garment, if you'll just get to him, oh, but I'm unclean. It don't matter. You go touch the hem of his garment. And she came up and touched the hem of the garment of Christ. And when the hem was touched, Jesus said, Who touched me? He knew right then that virtue or power, if you will, healing went from him into her. And no longer was she with that dreaded disease. But she got up and she began to tell everybody what God had done and what God can do. I'm glad that he still touches blinded eyes. I'm glad that he still touches cancer. I'm glad that he still touches the things that would so easily possess us. How about that paralytic? They went down there and they dropped him down in the middle of the roof. Showing the faith of them boys. They dropped that man in that roof. That man got up began to carry out his cot and went down the road and telling everybody what Jesus had done for him. Making blind eyes see. Making the cripple walk. And we're worried that we're going to catch something that we don't know if it's here or not. You do know you can catch a cold just about anywhere, right? You can catch a virus anywhere. You can get sick. I'm not making light of it. Please don't think I am. I'm not. I'm not making light of it. But I'm saying we need to trust God. If we ain't going to trust God, why do we even have faith if we're not going to trust Him? If we're not going to trust Him to help us through all the things in this world. And if we trusted Him this far. But see what happens is it changes in the minds of people when it hits home. Oh, we hear about this everywhere else. We ain't never seen nothing like this around here. Well, we began trusting everything but the thing that we need to trust in. And He ain't a thing. It's a man. It's a God man. It's Jesus Christ Himself. He's the one that we should trust. He's the one that we should hold close today as he delivers the cure. Many people don't know. You listen to the president. Uh, He said there's promises of medicine. There's a malaria drug mixed with a Z-pack of all things. Cuts this thing down to six days. Wow. You know what that is? Answer to prayer. Answer to prayer. How about that maniac of Gadara? He was possessed with the devil. He had enough unction in himself to get himself to Christ. To where there could be an exorcism, if you will. And that man was seen clothed and in his right mind. He cures. He cures. He helps. Amen. He helps. It's always been the common things that people overlook when things like this happen. It's always the common things that people try to dismiss. You see, the great thing about those two drugs they're putting together to combat this thing is this. They're already approved. They've been approved. They've been around for years. All you have to do is start taking them, and they're saying it's showing great promise, and it's helping people. Hey, I believe we're doing all we can do. I said this during Sunday school. I went to Ingalls. I picked up. I'm making some chili today for the house. Me and my wife making some chili. 
Most of y'all don't want none because I put deer meat in it. That's pretty good. Hey, some of you perking up over here. <laughs> I'll take some of that. And, 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 you know, I had to have some tomato soup, so I went and got some tomato soup. And bags, just two little bags walking out with it. I was back there at the meat counter. There wasn't no chicken anywhere. I was back there. The man in the back corner, he starts fussing with this lady that is a customer, the elderly lady. He's bashing the president. She's defending the president. I heard him say, if it wasn't for Trump, we wouldn't have this mess. She said, if it wasn't for Obama and Hillary, we wouldn't have had that happen in Benghazi. And I'm just saying, oh, gosh, this is going to break out in a fight. And I'm sitting right here in between these people. All I come to do is look and at the meat counter. I ain't even, I mean, I picked up a pack of hamburger meat. I mean, I'm sitting there going, what in the world are these people doing? And finally he walked off. And, you know, this came to my thought. It don't matter who your president is. That ain't got nothing to do with this. That's right. It don't. And like I told them during Sunday school, it don't matter if it was Trump, Obama, Osama, or your mama. It don't matter. It ain't their fault. I think our government's doing all they can do to try to help this thing. Okay? I mean, I, I really do. And by the way, if they don't like it, I bet none of them won't turn around and send that check back when they send it out. Y'all got a little quiet in here. I'll keep my check. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Listen. All is trying to be done. We, he, he's got the cure. He's got the comfort. And he still cares. But number four, he cleanses us. Amen. He still cleanses if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. He just didn't say some that people around the world need to hear. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believe in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3.16 is as simple as it gets. And for you that have been out in the world and uh, maybe moved backwards in your faith, the Bible says if you'll confess it, He's faithful and just to forgive you, and you of your sins and cleanse you of all your unrighteousness. He covers us. I'm glad my sins are forgiven today, Ian. Hey, listen, I don't have to walk around feeling guilty about my past, for God has done forgiven me for that. God has forgiven me of my sin. I don't have anything to worry about today. One of these young ladies came over and sat down with me a while ago. And she said, Preacher, the Lord spoke to me yesterday. I said, Is that right? What did he tell you? He said, He told me everything's going to be all right. I said, Hallelujah. I said, Is that right? I said, You saved, ain't you? She said, Yeah. I said, When did you get saved? She said, February 9th. She said, February 9th. I said, You did that here, didn't you? She said, Yep, sure did. Right over there. And she said, That man right there led me to the Lord. And I said, Praise the Lord. For all that. I said what else you got to say. She said I'm just waiting for the trumpet. Amen. Stand up. That's her right there. She says I'm waiting for the trumpet. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for the trumpet. How old are you dear? Yeah. You're 12. Waiting for the trumpet. Amen. Waiting for the trumpet. 12 year old waiting on the trumpet. Take that in just a minute. 
12-year-old waiting on for the trumpet. Listen, <laughs> there's some of them hiding under rocks today. I'm waiting on the trumpet. <laughs> Our blood, the covering, the cleansing of the blood, if you will, is still real. But number five, get this, he still cradles us. Oh, preacher, what do you mean? I mean, he's all comfort. He's all the one that comfort us. He is the one that'll just grab you close and love on you and cradle you just like you got a little baby. Can I see your little thing right here? Can I see this cat? <laughs> Listen. Look at here. You know when you had them babies? You used to cradle them babies and take care of them. I know it's been a long time for some of you, but you remember? You remember them babies when them babies were get sick and you'd cradle them and you'd love on them and you'd hold them? And it didn't matter if they were sick or not. They'd spit that passy out on the floor at the store and you'd pick it up and lick it off and stick it right back in their mouth. Some of y'all did that. I seen you. You got that baby? You cradling that baby? If anybody tries to come at you and snatch that baby out your hands, it's going to be World War III. That's, right. Amen. That's how you protect that baby. Anytime some old heathen tries to go in on the, in the bathroom of my daughter, you'd see me cradling my daughter. Huh? You'd see me taking care of her. That's exactly what Jesus is doing for you and I today. He's cradling us. He's taking care of us. We are His children. And He's cradling us because we are His own. Listen, when we got saved, uh, uh, we're not our, belong to ourselves. We belong to Him. And I'm going to trust Him as long as I live. I'm going to trust Him. I'm going to trust in Him and know that He's going to hold me tight. And when the waves get rocky, he's just going to hold me down. Just hold me just a little more harder. Hold me just a little more tighter. Just to know uh, that I've got a Savior that's going to cradle me uh, and help me through the most difficult times of my life. Meow. Here's your cat back. Can you cradle that baby? Can you cradle that cat? Can you hold him real tight? Yeah. Listen, you know what would do, good, do us good today? Number one is this. If you're not saved, you need to be. We don't know what this thing's going to do. We, we have no clue. Number two, maybe you've been saved. You've just been out of the will of God. You've been backslid on God and you're not where you need to be. Thank God for 1 John 1, 9. I didn't say you're lost. I said you just backslid on God. You, you, you're out of the will of God. 1 John 1, 9. That's what this altar's for. Number three, I bet we've all got lost loved ones out here that are scared to death and they don't have the peace that you and I have because they know not the Christ. Number four, some of you just need to come up and let God cradle you and hold you real tight and let Him assure you that everything's going to be all right. Ian, you go to the piano and begin to play softly. I asked everybody in the congregation to stand as we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. And we're going to ask God to help us. And if you've got a need, this altar is open today. Our Father in heaven, God, in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask you to cradle us. I ask you to comfort us. I ask you to help us. 
God, if there be one here lost and undone, God, I pray you'd save them for Christ's sake. And God, if may, some have made that profession, but Lord, they've been living out of your will. They backslid on you, God. Lord, may you renew that fire that's in them. Lord, may there come a recompensing day, dear God, to where they can be reconciled unto you. Lord, I pray you do your work around this altar. Some is already praying. Lord, we pray for our nation. We pray for our nation's leaders. We pray for our, our state. We pray for this world. God, help us today. Do that which only that you can do. Lord, you can say stop today. And dear God, everything will stop. You can come back today. And God, the saints will go sailing through the air. Oh God, biblical prophecy. We're living in the most exciting times of our life. And God, I pray you'd bless. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You come and pray today. Looking back through the years, the heartaches and the tears, the Lord has never once let me down. Though I don't understand, still I trust in His plan, for He said, that his grace would abound and there's no need to doubt him now he'll make a way somehow no need to doubt him now <laughs> safely this far Jesus he has brought me no need to doubt him now no need to doubt him now shout of God have no fear though your path it seems unclear someday God's plan will unfold oh yes he it's unfolding right before our eyes today. He will always prevail. The Lord, He is still in control. How many know He's still in control today? And there's no need to For some of you that don't know, you'll find out. He's in control. You make a way somehow. He'll make a way. Safely this far, Jesus, he has brought me. No need to doubt him now. Hallelujah. No need to doubt him now. Safely. He's brought us this far. He's Hallelujah. He has brought me no need to doubt him now. Praise the Lord. Thank you for being here. We'll meet back tonight at 6 o'clock. We encourage you to come. And we'll dismiss in a word of prayer. Brother Harold Brock, would you please pray?